Hi everyone, this patient education podcast is on breast reconstruction with the latissimus dorsi flap. My name is Dr. Damien Marucci, I'm a plastic and reconstructive surgeon in Sydney, Australia. There are essentially three ways of reconstructing a breast after cancer. You can either use implants, you can use a patient's own tissue, or you can use a combination of the two. In this podcast, I'll be talking about this last option, where we use a combination of a patient's own tissue, and in this specific case, we're talking about the latissimus dorsi flap from the back with an implant. The latissimus dorsi muscle is a very large muscle on the back. It extends from the very lower part of the back and goes up to the armpit and attaches onto the arm bone. Although it is a very large muscle and a very powerful muscle, you don't actually need it. It can be sacrificed and the vast majority of patients won't miss it. We can move that muscle with its blood supply intact and use it to swing some tissue, including muscle, fat and skin from the back around to the front and put that tissue on the front of the chest in order to make a breast. The vast majority of patients don't have enough tissue on their back to make a complete breast with an adequate volume. So then we need to supplement that by something else and the something else tends to be an implant. The situations where I tend to use the latissimus dorsi flap is where someone has previously had radiotherapy, which means that you can't just put a tissue expander or an implant underneath the skin on the chest wall. So in those situations, you need to cover the implant with tissue that hasn't had radiotherapy. And the ideal candidate is the skin, fat, and muscle from the back. The other thing that makes me lean towards the latissimus dorsi flap are those patients who can't have or don't want to have a free flap performed. And I've done another podcast on breast reconstruction using free flaps. This essentially usually involves taking skin, fat, and muscle from the lower abdomen, taking it out of the body, and rejoining that up with blood vessels on the chest wall. Some patients are simply too slim and they don't have enough loose skin and fat in the lower abdomen in order to reconstruct a breast using the tissue from the lower abdomen. The other situation where I use latissimus dorsi flap is where someone has had a failed reconstruction. So either a previous implant has been used and that implant had to be removed due to infection or exposure or someone has previously had some sort of free flap which has not worked and they've previously had radiotherapy which again means that the soft tissues are going to be very thin and not of very good quality on the chest wall. So in those situations a latissimus dorsi flap is a good salvage option in order to affect a breast reconstruction in a patient where a, another technique has failed. The reason why it's a good salvage option is because it is a very reliable flap. The goal of the reconstruction is to try to make as much of the volume of the reconstructed breast using the patient's own tissue and use as little of the implant to reconstruct the volume of the breast as possible. The latissimus dorsi muscle will shrink slightly over time as I do make a point of dividing the nerve that makes the muscle move in the normal situation. 
by dividing the nerve, it means that the muscle won't contract, so you won't have this actively moving muscle on the front of the chest every time you move your shoulder. But it does mean that the muscle will shrink down in size a little bit. The most common situation when I use the latissimus dorsi flap is that underneath the flap, I put a tissue expander. A tissue expander is like a breast implant that is empty and it gets filled with a variable amount of fluid. It has a port in it and using that port I can actually put more fluid in over a period of weeks or months until we get to the desired volume to be symmetrical with the other side. In the case of a latissimus dorsi flap, because the flap will shrink slightly with time over a period of months, I wait at least six months before working out what the exact volume is I need for the ultimate implant. I will know that volume because I accurately record how much fluid is put into the expander at every tissue expansion. The surgery is done under a general anesthetic. It involves scars on the front of the chest where the mastectomy was performed, a scar in the armpit, although often patients have already had the glands removed, so they already have an armpit scar. And the new scar then is one on the back. As you can imagine then, this surgery does involve repositioning the patient while she's asleep. So the way I tend to do it is the patient will start off lying on the back. I'll find the blood vessels to the latissimus dorsi muscles in the armpit. I'll divide the nerve. Then I will turn the patient on the side, finish harvesting the skin, fat and muscle from the back and then move that forward to the front so that it's on the chest. I put two drains in the back and close the back wound with dissolving sutures. I also close the armpit wound with dissolving sutures. On the chest wall, I put the expander underneath the latissimus dorsi muscle, again with a drain around the expander, and I close the breast wound with dissolving sutures. Patients are given antibiotics through the drip for a couple of days, the drains stay in essentially until they stop draining. The breast drain, in my experience, is normally in for a week or two. The back drain, I always leave at least one back drain in for a minimum of three weeks, but you are able to shower over the wounds once the breast drain has come out. Patients undergoing a latissimus dorsi breast reconstruction usually stay in hospital anywhere between three days and a week. It, it'll depend on how much support a patient has at home and how everything's going in terms of wound healing and pain and to make sure there's no fevers or temperatures or anything like that. As I said, a few weeks after the surgery, I will commence the tissue expansion. I will then expand the expander until we get the volume that we want, but I will wait a full six months before performing an exchange procedure where the tissue expander is removed and the final implant is placed. That procedure is a much smaller procedure than the one where the latissimus dorsi flap is raised and put onto the front of the chest, but it still does involve normally a night in hospital. There is a further drain, but the only scars created are the ones that are already in existence on the front of the chest. One question that people often ask is about lymphedema. Lymphedema is the accumulation of fluid in the arm that can develop in breast cancer to survivors, especially when they've had the glands in the armpit removed and they've had radiotherapy. Patients are understandably concerned that raising and moving a latissimus dorsi flap through the armpit 
may make the lymphedema worse. But the good news is all the studies have shown that in fact, a latissimus dorsi flap, for some reason, tends to improve lymphedema. There can be slight weakness of shoulder movement and arm movement after the surgery, but this is not something that most people notice. The only people who really notice it would be very uh, high-end kayakers or those who do a lot of rock climbing. As with all forms of breast reconstruction, the goals of reconstruction is to have a symmetrical chest. The reconstructed breast, when a latissimus dorsi flap and an implant is used, may not match the other side if there has been natural drooping uh, of the breast over time. And it may be that patients need either a breast lift or even a breast implant on the other side in order to get good symmetry. I hope that this brief podcast has answered some of your questions about the latissimus dorsi flap and its use in breast reconstruction. If you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to contact me. Thank you.